This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Thank you for being with us today. I want to talk about the significance of the change of consciousness that's required in the human form of life out of materialism, self-orientated, into spiritual God consciousness, selfless orientated. I've touched on this subject before briefly in the concept that we all know that there is a more glorious feeling return benefit to our hearts if we're selfless. But we're in a world where we're forced, really, to be selfish. The survival struggle for existence, survival of the fittest even. And we have to be orientated to what's in it for me. Well, okay, but you have to take a look at that as the struggle. It's not you. Your situation is aloof from this struggle for existence if you see things in proper perspective. And this is the point today. Moving the consciousness, shifting, and how to hold it there. Most generally, people flop around by the intensity of the association they're in. When you're around really good people, you act really nice and really good. And when you're around louts, you get sloppy. But there has to be your standard. You have to set a standard. No, I don't go below that line. No, I don't do aggressive or injurious things to others. No, I'm not blowing my own horn all the time. So you have to find that line, and you have to be continually moving that line up. You have to keep improving yourself, your standards, your expression of your individuality. We have so much difficulty with the material world the way it is, of everybody's getting closer and closer and closer to the same in what they value, what they want, what they do. I mean, I think it's a phenomena, absolutely a global phenomena that everybody has a smartphone. The number is huge. The percentage of people on the planet that have a smartphone is huge. And if you step back and you look at, well, what can you do with a phone? And you go, oh, you have these different options, call, text, uh, view, internet, search, banking, da, da, da. you end up all doing it the same way. And this is a type of consciousness shift to centralized consciousness. We're like hooked on to the cloud. We're hooked into a system that's not only facilitating, but it's monitoring. And it's now shifting to where it's controlling. They are purposely sending modulations through your phone and screens, just in general, screens, that give you impetus all in the same direction. Everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to have that. Everybody wants to see this. This is a, you know, how many likes do you have? All right. All of these things are bringing us to focus on the same subjects and be like each other. The time of day you spend on your phone, the time of day you spend in these social medias, the time of day you spend surviving, going to the fast food restaurant, all the things that constitute your modern life are just a matter of the struggle for existence, what do you do to stay alive, pay the bills, and your involvement in an expression of the human experience like everybody else's.
And the like part is becoming stronger and stronger and stronger. And we all have the attitude. I'm serious. Everybody has the attitude. It isn't affecting me. It isn't affecting me. But it is. There's very, very, very few people on this planet who have met the President of the United States. But everybody has an opinion. Well, where did you get the opinion? You don't know the person. You've not met the person. How did you get an opinion? You've formed your opinion on what's been made available to you. Now, I'm not saying good or bad. I'm not saying that. The same thing's true with most of the incidents that are happening on the planet. The same thing's true of the political structure. The same thing's true of the environmental status. It goes on and on and on and on. We're sucking on the same uh, petrochemical resources. We're eating the same commercial processed foods. We're having our time spent, our banking, our thinking, our this and that, all working on uh, phone systems, the cloud. And it's bringing us to the point that the individuality is being suppressed. Everybody can see it. You can see it in others. Okay, right? You have no problem. You can see it. Look at that guy over there. Look at this person there. Oh, why are they doing that? You can find fault with it. You can get angry about it. But can you see it in you? What would you be like if your life didn't require you to spend your free time in the same consciousness as most of the humans on the planet? If you're actually able to be individually you in your development, your productivity, your hobbies, your expression of yourself. Now that is what we all think we are doing. But we've come to the point in the last couple of years, maximum 10, but maybe less. Look at what has happened to the transition of the human civilization. Everybody's holding a phone, not just a phone, a smart phone, a two-way tracking device that can do all sorts of influences upon your thinking, your values, your opportunities, your resources, some of it good and some of it not good at all. They're coming to the point they want to play God. They want to be fully aware and in contact of what you're doing all the time. And you know that. They're lying about what they do with the data. They're breaking laws. They're all this stuff that's going on now. And it doesn't take a genius to figure out, yeah, they're self-interest and they're scamming everything. They do that. All the people that want money, they scam about it. These big guys, anyway. So we can see that we're being programmed, we're being altered, we're being monitored. And it's not for our benefit. They want this universal control over all beings. Wait a minute, that's God. But God's attitude is, he has given you independence. Not control. Maybe you're monitored. He can see, he can tell, he understands, he's there within you, he knows what's going on. Monitored but not controlled, independent. People say, I don't even know, I don't even have a relationship with God because he's that compliant to his own promise that I'm giving you independence and I'm never going to take it away. And so people think, well, he's not here anymore then. <laughs> I can't see him, I can't hear him, I can't taste him, I can't, well, he's not here then. And that's his honesty, his truthfulness to you. You are independent. But the people who are running the EMF thing, the electromagnetic field and pulses and controls, they don't have the attitude, the benevolent attitude God has. They want you to be controlled, not be independent.
And this is the battle that's going on on our planet right now in this world, this generation global. This is the confrontation. Are we going to be subjected to the overview and independence awarded by the Supreme Lord? Or are we going to be subjected to and controlled by the elite technologies? Now, there's a lot of technologies that we should have that they're not awarding us. But they gave us these phones and they have two-way everything in them. So we should have free electricity long ago. We should have cars that don't consume anything long ago. But they're harvesting that off of us. And they put these phones in our hands so they can make us not question that. This is the problem with society. All sorts of wrongs and injustices and control mechanisms and infringements and overview of your life are going on and you're not angry about it. This is the deeper symptom of the control. The subliminal control level is to keep you from complaining about the things that are happening to you that are destroying your independence. We make you think it doesn't really matter. But it does. And you have to waken to this fact sooner or later. And you have to act independently again. And you have to resist being submerged in a control mechanism, a mechanical, physical, external, but invisible control mechanism that's going to keep you from reaching your highest potential. Your situation is that God is watching. He's not interfering. He's not controlling, but he's watching and he's taking note. Are you being a good person or not? If we study any religious scripture, there's instructions, injunctions. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do this. Maintain that. Raise yourself up. Holds principles and standards and morals. There's instructions in any one of the bona fide scriptures on the planet. So we know what is desired from the divine point of view and what is rejected from the spiritual point of view. So we know a pious act, a good act, from an impious act, a bad act. We know. Schools are supposed to teach it. Golden rule, etc., etc. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. So we understand that God uh, has given guidance. And we understand that he's pleased when we follow the guidance. And he's displeased when we don't follow the guidance. So if we know that he's there seeing, observing everything, we don't do things wrong. We benefit our own objectives. We don't have a bad result. And we're pleasing to the Supreme Lord, pleasing to others around us. We're lifting ourselves into our divine, moral, ethical, uh, principled life. Things are going to, most definitely bound to, get better for you. And your consciousness should prove. This is the concept that we should be living under. That I'm in an independent state by the mercy of the Lord. And he's watching and observing and rewarding me what I earn. But... He's not controlling me. I do have freedom under God's wishes. But that's not true under man's wishes. Some men want to control all the other men. And not nicely, not beneficially, not helpfully, not for the good of it. Not for the good of you. You have to see that. And you have to see that the tools that this elite people are using is in your hand or your pocket 
They have given you this device for the good it can do you, for the convenience. But they've also programmed into that device your control. And I've talked about it before, how this control mechanism, this control device over the top of you is getting stronger. And it is. So every one of us, we didn't realize it. It was subtly coming along. And then you see somebody gets a smartphone and you see them change. We've discussed this before. You see the difference in a person once they get a smartphone. And now they're not only controlling your getting it, now they're controlling the network you can use it on. And the technology levels that are in those later technologies, you think, oh, it's a phone connection or an internet connection. But the technologies, the multiple levels of two-way technologies that are in the phone are not disclosed to you. The fact that your television set is a two-way device, they're watching you, you're watching them, they're hearing you, that is in the fine print that it's a two-way device, but you don't read it. And then you, if you do, you go, I don't care. But if you stop and think about it, you've lost your independence. You're being observed, you're being watched like a monkey. You're in a cage, an electromagnetic invisible cage. And yet, you don't revolt, you don't complain, you don't get upset by that. So that's, that is the level of control that is being exerted upon you through the phone on the subtle plane that you do not care. But if someone comes to you and says, you should surrender to God because he's in your heart and he's watching everything and he wants only good for you. He wants you to come out of this struggle for existence and this material misconception of life. He wants you to develop your divine qualities, become a greater being, achieve the ultimate perfection available in the human form of life. You say, no, I'm not interested. So th this is the problem we're facing. We're facing a situation where the controllers of society want to make us godless and yet completely controlled like they were God. And they're trying to make all of us the same so it's easier for them to manage us. And the Lord has the other point of view. Be as unique as you wish. He enjoys the uniqueness of us all. We've covered this completely on our program. Every one of us is unique and every one of us has a unique position in the service of the Lord and he enjoys that variety, the uniqueness you bring or I bring or the next person brings to their service. So the opportunity is in your uniqueness. So anything that's trying to destroy your uniqueness is not beneficial to you, to your interest. And this needs to be focused on. You need to awaken to this that you're being told that doesn't matter when actually that's the most important thing. To regain your independent uniqueness and use it selflessly in the service of the Lord if at all possible and raise yourself out of control mechanisms that make you like everybody else. But we don't put any stock in it. We don't put any urgency to the issue. And the Vedic literature is saying to waken out of the misconceptions caused by the material struggle for existence is essential for one in the human form of life who wishes to advance his own interests. Your interest is develop love, service, kindness, compassion, honesty, all the good divine qualities that are within you. They are you. Your nature is divine. You are a part and parcel of the supreme divine. 
Anything that we do converse to that is called illusion, covering. These bodies are a covering to our real self. And the mentality that goes with it is a very key factor in whether you liberate yourself by doing the right things or you further contaminate yourself by doing the wrong things. So this human form of life is your opportunity to lift yourself up. You need to associate with spiritual beings. It's so essential to be around a person who's actually God conscious, to be in the association of people that are actually looking to do selfless acts, to be in a situation where everyone is truthful and compassionate, that is amazing. And it benefits you immeasurably. Just like I said at the beginning, you're around really nice people that are, you act on your best behavior. And when you're not, you, you act your own way. And when you're around people that are a nonsense, you act a nonsense. So you have to realize that as external from you. That's association. And what is the value of the association around you? Take a very good look. Is it lust, greed, anger, or envy? Is it cheating, lying, deception? Or is it love, kindness, compassion, truthfulness, cleanliness, simplicity, penance, austerity? Those qualities that make you a greater being, make you more useful to the other beings, bring you to the platform the Lord notices you. Ah, oh, this person is acting very nicely. This person I want to encourage. We don't have any encouragement. The mechanized system from the cloud to the internet to the TV to your phone to the society we're walking around in, there's nobody encouraging. That's not really what's going on. You're working together and you're cooperative. And now and again you make friends. But the society is still being led into sameness to value the same things that don't really matter and not develop their divine qualities. How good could you do? You're a person who has your own strength, determination, motivation, etc. And you influence people and you get things done on a daily basis. But how good are you at changing you? How much are you looking at you? Are you doing the best you could be doing? Or are you spending too much time on other stuff and not getting a chance to read, to study, to learn, to expand, to experiment, to calm a variety of powerful things? for the development of your life and consciousness. So the perspective that we're looking at here is coming out of the selfishness and moving into the selflessness category. Just point of view. Taking a little bit different point of view into how your existence is going along in time and life under the circumstances. And taking a look at what can you do? How much can you achieve? How much can you grow? This is the point. Grow your uniqueness. Don't grow your sameness. This is business. Someone has a million dollars, $50 million, $150 million. They're looking for investments. What are they looking for? Something unique. They're not looking for some more of the same. They know that's just buying your way into competition or, or a market or industry sector that's spent. They're always looking for something unique, something that makes a difference, something that stands out, something that needs to be done. So this is when you're in a good investment. So this is the same thing. A good investment with your lifespan is your uniqueness. Your selfless uniqueness. Not your selfish. Everybody's got that. So this is another quality the so-called investor, or in our case the Lord, would notice. Are they in everything they do for themselves? They put on a good show. Oh, I care so much. No, it's just about me, actually. 
But this person who's actually above that and seeing that he can do good, he can do right, he can be himself, he can grow his unique qualities and it's a benefit to everyone. Something unique, something off the charts. There's a positive opportunity. So the Vedic literature says maintain your independence, associate with spiritual people who are selfless, who are mature in their conscious control of their lives and their minds, developing their unique application of their skills and abilities, making them directed toward the Supreme Lord's wishes, plan, and rejecting the over-incursion into your life by these technologies that are not good for the body you're riding around in. Everybody wants to eat right, everybody wants to exercise, but everybody doesn't put their friggin' phone down. Everybody doesn't avoid the television set. So there's certain sectors that people are awake and others that they're not awake. So this is the situation that we're coping with, all of us. We're trying to cope with getting through the struggle for existence and not lose the good character and good qualities that are inherent in our conscious being. So we, in this movement, we use mantra meditation to cleanse the mind, calm the mind, purify the mind, the heart, the senses. Sound vibration is a cleansing tool. The Maha Mantra is the prescribed potent cleansing tool for this age so that you can overcome influences that are non-beneficial to your life and your development. It isn't just we say, well, work on it. Good luck. See ya. No, no, no. You're given a tool, like a prescription. It's prescribed by the spiritual master. The medicine is made by the Supreme Lord, the Maha Mantra. It's prescribed by the spiritual master. Chant a minimum of 16 rounds a day. Chant and hear the holy name as much as you can, and gradually your disease will be cleared up. Just like a doctor. A spiritual master is a spiritual doctor. And the opportunity is there for you in the Maha Mantra and reading the Vedic literature. You deserve, you need, you require a realized person who can give you advice, like a doctor, certified doctor, who can give you advice on how to cure your disease. The disease is falling into the material sameness. And you got it. You have the disease. The whole human society does. It's just a matter of degree. Some people are not doing bad at all. Some people are lost. Whew. And many people in between. It's getting younger all the time. Stupid parents giving their children smartphones at very young ages. Shocking. They shouldn't even be able to hold them. They shouldn't even be within 10 feet of one. They don't understand the danger of them. They give them to the baby in the stroller. They give them to kids, little kids at school. Keep it in your bag. Don't get in trouble. Yada, yada, yada. What a good parent. No, it's nonsense. Believing the illusion. Vaccines. Believing the illusion. So many things that are just believing the illusion because they're trying to manage society to their best interest, not our best interest. Wake into what is your best interest. Read the Vedic literature. Chant the Maha Mantra, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. Use them both as tools to uplift and enliven your understanding. Associate with other people that are trying to improve themselves from material selfishness to spiritual selflessness. Associate there. Clean out your Rolodex. Free yourself up from bad association. Urgently. 
We're all going through changes. Society is moving way faster than we've ever seen it in the past. Everybody's got too much on their plate. The whole thing is nerve-wracking. Everybody has anxiety. There's a lot going on upon us, let alone what we're doing for us. So you must separate the wheat from the chaff, as they say. You must decipher what is good for you and what is not. And I'm telling you right here, right now, there's a lot of things you're doing that are not good for you that you may not be aware of. And you can't just slough it off. Oh, well, I won't get cancer by using my phone all the time. Well, maybe that's not the biggest threat from your phone. If the thing can kill you, what's cancer matter? If it can short you out, if it can burn you out, if it can send a pulse into your ear that absolutely incapacitates you, you don't have to worry about the cancer thing in four years, five or six years use. So you have to wake to the level of technology, to the severity of the issue. Tough problems require tough actions. You have to see what is happening to you and avoid being degraded. Read the Vedic literature, chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, investigate your own methods and your own tendencies and recover your individuality. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.